Hello, I'm Milton Jones. I used to work as a doctor for the World Health Organization. I didn't mean to, I thought I was auditioning for Doctor Who. <laughs> I used to teach English in Germany. First day I taught them everything beginning with A, second day everything beginning with B. D-Day was a bit tricky. <laughs> so here I am, Milton Jones, international diplomat. So take your seats, withdraw your veto, and prepare to negotiate another case of Milton Jones. So here I am in New York, at the Grand Ball of the Assembly of the United Nations. The Ambassador to the United Kingdom, Mr. Milton Jones, and his First Secretary, Mr. Anton Peterson. Th thank you. Uh, best behavior, Milton, very formal occasion. May I take your coat, sir? Of course. Ta-da! Milton, I, I thought you were going to dress up to represent Britain. I have. Fern Britain. <laughs> oh dear. Could be worse, I could be representing Jordan. <laughs> I would have quite liked to see that. <laughs> right, time to mingle. Now, at all times, use tact and discretion. Best to start with ambassadors from the smaller countries. Uh, hello there, sir. Welcome. I'm Brendan O'Donoghue, the Irish ambassador. Hello. Sorry to hear about your country's financial troubles. Not sure Ireland's going to stay afloat, really. Cork, maybe. <laughs> uh, Milton, can I introduce you to Her Excellency Kiri Amtivani? A pleasure to meet you. And where are you from? Seychelles. Shells. And where are you from? <laughs> the Seychelles Island, Milton. Kiri is closely involved in promoting the indigenous fishing industries. Ah, she sells seashells on the Seychelles. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Oh, Milton, here comes the Secretary General of the UN. Oh, yes. Uh, what's his name again? Ban Ki-moon. Ban Ki-moon. What? Moon. Milton, moon. All oh, right, all right. <laughs> Good evening. Secretary-General, may I present His Excellency, Milton... Je Milton, you might want to turn around and get dressed. <laughs> I bow to your superior knowledge. I'd really rather you didn't. <laughs> I'm most terribly sorry, Your Excellency. Oh, don't worry, it's nothing I haven't seen before. Really? Yes, me and Fern go back a long way. Milton, 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 Milton Jones. Hey. So how did I, Milton Jones, become British Ambassador to the United Nations? Well, I come from a diplomatic family. For instance, if I didn't want my mum to get me dressed in the morning, we'd have constructive talks, settle on a form of clothing that was acceptable to both sides, and then I'd put down my arms. <laughs> my great-uncle Neville Chamberlain was famous for trying to appease Hitler. But what a lot of people don't know about him is that he was also very good at origami. I have in my hands a piece of paper. Look, a lovely little pagoda. <laughs> After school, I decided I wanted a career in diplomacy, so I enrolled on a specialist course. Anton and I shared a room together. However, there was only one socket for all our plugs, but we soon negotiated a power-sharing agreement. <laughs> After college, my first job was to spend two difficult years at the Ministry of Misinformation. But at least when I left, they gave me a reference that said I was reliable, hard-working... <laughs> And an excellent dancer. <laughs> Finally, I got a job at the foreign office, and to my surprise, I was given the Swedish desk and a little key to help me assemble it. <laughs> the 
In desperation, I applied for a job at the heart of European bureaucracy. I remember my first day with Anton by my side at a Brussels get-together. Please welcome the new British ambassador to the EU, Milton Jones. Bonsoir, madame et monsieur. It's a great privilege to represent Britain here tonight. Here we go. <laughs> you may recognize this one. Um, Milton, I, I really don't well, think... What is going on? You're not getting null point this year. <laughs> Monsieur, qu'est-ce qui se passe? Uh, he, he appears to think this is the Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, uh, Milton, this is the Legislative Committee for Foodstuffs Trademark Protection of the European Union. That's the worst name for a band I've ever heard. <laughs> We cannot have our serious deliberations interrupted like this. It's a compromise. How about Milton dedicates the song to you, madame? Ooh, perhaps. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd be very happy to dedicate this song to the French. We, the Swedes, are insulted that you call an Aber hit a terrible song. We, the Italians, say that we like this song, and Mr. Berlusconi wanted to know what the blonde one is doing tonight. <laughs> How dare you! She's a national treasure. Milton, I think perhaps we should retreat. Huh? Normally it is the Italians who retreat. <laughs> come here, say that. Yeah, I will come there. Retreat! Milton! Milton, do something! Remember your training. You must have something up your sleeve. Well, I was saving it for later, but I do have this. Brilliant. What is it? A Ginster's pasty. A Ginster's pasty? Oh. <gasps> What is this? In a way, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think anyone does. But in another way, it represents what we are all striving for. Home-produced produce. Try it. Oh, nice. Fantastic. My proposal is that its status is protected so that it can only be made in its place of origin. And uh, where is that exactly? Ginster. <laughs> Near York. You may have heard of York Ginster. <laughs> ah, like champagne can only be made in champagne. Well done, Milton. This is great diplomacy. And Chelsea buns. What is so special about Chelsea? Um, Chelsea is heavily dependent on the bun industry. It's a very deprived area of London. Poverty is rife. And... Milton, the place is full of footballers. <clears throat> okay, Chelsea has a very low literacy rate. <laughs> That night, Anton and I consoled ourselves in a fancy Belgian restaurant. Monsieur like the odor. Ah, yes, splendid. What Belgian delights can you offer to tickle our jaded palates? Uh, we can offer the latest food trials, uh, today's special, moule anglais, uh, delicately seasoned bœuf, nestling in a firm pastry casing, lightly seasoned with a certain je ne sais quoi. It's against us pasty, isn't it? <laughs> Sounds a lot better when you describe it like that. Can we have six? Certainly. Is that wise, Milton? And I'll have the steak. Oh, dear. <laughs> anyway, I have good news, Milton. London has been in touch, and apparently, well, let's just say, number ten is very pleased. What, are we suddenly now in an episode of Sesame Street? <laughs> no, no, the Prime Minister congratulates you on your work, and look, a handwritten note from the man himself. Let me see. <gasps> I must go! There's not a moment to lose. It was only when I arrived in Cameroon that I looked closely at the note from the Prime Minister. <laughs> I realised my mistake. 
But by now, I'd got a taste for high drama and diplomatic intrigue, which was just as well as he'd asked me to go to New York to represent Britain at the United Nations. So here I am. Now we're sitting down to a huge banquet. Every diplomat in the world is here, intriguing, backstabbing and plotting. My head is spinning, along with the rest of my body. Milton, could you get off the lazy Susan? (laughs) Sorry. Sorry about that, Susan. Oh, I quite enjoyed it. Better than having to work. Yes, indeed. Well, it all looks delicious. I can't wait to have some of this nosh. What's happening? Ah, Milton, I need to introduce you to someone who will be your personal bodyguard and food taster. Milton, I have to taste everything to eat first in case it is toxic. Hmm. Are you familiar with the word ginster? <laughs> She's highly trained in all forms of self-defense and counter-espionage. Agent 453. Hola. If it came to it, she would take a bullet for you. That's good to know. I'm not sure she's going to annoy me that much. (laughs) She spent several years working for Mossad. Hence the smart suit. I trust you got a discount. No, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of Moss Bros. (laughs) Agent 453 is not her real name, of course. I know. Agent 453, codename Isabella de Perez de Maria Fernandez. You two know each other? Sadly, Jess. The truth is, we did go back a long way. Mexico 86... She helped me collect those World Cup stickers. <laughs> I've been posted to Mexico, a second-in-command to Archie Hamilton Brown, the British ambassador. She was on the local security staff and was protecting us. I remember our last meeting in a bar in Monterey. Milton, this is goodbye. I have fallen in love with someone else. But I don't understand. You follow me around all the time. That's because I'm just a bodyguard. <laughs> oh, I see. One last drink, perhaps? Uh, very well. You want tequila? No, she's got a gun. That would be too risky. <laughs> Milton, I'm sorry. I'm in love with Archie, the ambassador. He has proposed to me. No, I thought it would be us who would be together. Oh, Milton, just see, you're always drawing attention to yourself. You're only saying that because you've decided to marry Archie. <laughs> How's that? A case of unrequited love. Jace, Milton and I travelled together for a while, but then we went our separate ways. Yes, I'd no idea that train would divide at Bracknell. (laughs) (laughs) That night, I couldn't stop thinking about my precious agent codename. How to show her my love. Perfume, chocolates. In the end, I called up Interflora and asked them to send her an enormous tub of margarine. (laughs) But there was no time to think because the next day was my first as British ambassador to the UN. And so I met Anton in the chamber of the General Assembly. Right, Anton, I think everything's ready for my maiden speech. Yes. Ah, is that why you've dressed as Fern Britain? (laughs) Ah, perhaps we should find our seats first. Right. Yeah, actually, I think that seat belongs to the Swiss delegate. Get out of my seat, Dumkopf. It's reserved for Switzerland. Ah, sorry, I should have guessed from this Toblerone that says Switzerland on it. That was just a name plaque. Yeah. <laughs> Toasty, though. Yes, with my name on it. See, Gerhard Appenstoll. Well, this has been most illuminating. Bad enough being stuck here between Swaziland and Sweden with their stupid open sandwiches that everything falls out onto the floor and their stupid safe cars. That is already disgusting to say. Keep out of this, Ulrike. Well, let's not argue, everyone. Why not? Is it because I'm Swiss? Oh, yes. I'm so neutral. I have no opinions. I have no feelings. <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't get me started on Syria with their stupid hummus. Oh, here we go again. And the Sri Lankans are idiots. What? <laughs> we seem to be witnessing a row between the Syrians, the Swiss, the Sri Lankans, and Swaziland. And who's that fellow crying in the corner? That's the simultaneous translator trying to keep up. <laughs> I have great news for the conference. There has been a breach of security. Very well, then. I confess. I'm not actually Fern Britain. <laughs> no, Milton. The UN database has been hacked, and it seems that the entire contents have been downloaded onto a memory stick. What? Like this one? Uh, that sort of thing, yes. But it is thought that the memory stick in question contains all diplomatic traffic for the past ten years. Incredible. Something so small with all those cars on it. This session <laughs> is suspended. <laughs> Could I have a word? Come this way. I need you to tell me the truth. Have you anything to do with the missing memory stick? What did you do last night? Well, I was in my hotel room thinking about codename Isabella. Yes? Then I decided to send her some margarine. But why would you... Oh, into Flora, of course. <laughs> but I didn't have her home address, so I did what any normal person would do. Decide to ask her in person in the morning? Hack into the UN database and download it onto a memory stick. But how did you get into the UN building? It's totally secure. You know the film Mission Impossible? Aha, yes. Well, the guards were watching it, so I snuck in round the back. <laughs> of course you did. And where's that memory stick now? Mm, can't remember. Think, Milton. You had it in the chamber a minute ago. Oh, yes. I hid it in a box of licorice all sorts. Excellent thinking, Milton. You've eaten them, haven't you? Not all of them. Thank goodness. No one likes the bobbly blue ones, do they? <laughs> oh, so you've eaten the memory stick. Milton, you're about to become the world's most wanted man. As soon as this gets out into the open... Well, on past experience, I reckon we've got about 24 hours. <laughs> and so we went on the run, with every intelligence agency in the world after us. Anton said that the most inconspicuous way to escape New York was by train. But once on board, for some reason, my phone jammed. Milton, I keep telling you, even though it's called an iPhone, you put it to your ear. <laughs> no, Anton, it's still not working. Then a mysterious image appeared on my screen. Milton Jones, welcome to the underworld of the internet. Who are you? I'm with Hacky Leaks. An organisation for direct action against corporations and governments that breach our individual liberty. We believe that all information should be freely available to everyone. Can I have your PIN number then? Yes, no. <laughs> Listen, I have it on good authority that you are sitting on something potentially explosive. Well, I have eaten two boxes of licorice all sorts. <laughs> I know about the memory stick. Who are you? You can call me Black Wasp. There are many of us. Blue Dragonfly, Purple Hornet, and countless others. Well, you need to be careful. I hear there's a SWAT team in the area. <laughs> your real name's probably Nigel, isn't it? Of course it isn't. And you probably live with your mum. No. Nigel, I'm just making tea. Do you want shepherd's pie or fish fingers? <laughs> Not now, Mother. <clears throat> so, Milton, what do you think about the vital question? I think you should definitely have the fish fingers. <laughs> About the memory stick. I can only report to your commanding officer. I told you we don't have a commanding officer. Who do you mean? Captain Birdseye. <laughs> Milton, we have to be careful who we speak to. No one must know we're here. Ah, Milton! Agent Isabella Codename! Isabella, how did you know we were on this train? Uh, from Milton's blog. Milton, what are you 
do it. We're trying to be inconspicuous. How do you spell that? I am Wait, don't put that laptop away. Close down the block. All right. Now, we need to work out some way of... Milton? Just tweeting that I've closed down the blog. No phones, no laptops, no credit cards, nothing that leaves any kind of digital imprint. We are going off the grid. So you're coming with us? Oh, Milton, perhaps I have feelings for Joe after all. I even forgive Joe for that silly present Joe sent me this morning. Everyone loves a squirrel dressed as a traffic warden. <laughs> no, I meant they come from Interflora. What's this about the squirrel? Nothing. We needed to be as anonymous as possible, so we got off the train and booked into an anonymous motel under the name Jones. <laughs> right. No one is to make any form of contact with the outside world. We must have complete radio silence. Good. Then we can enjoy our takeaway in peace. Yes. Milton, you ordered a takeaway? Oh, no. Milton Jones, we know you're in there. Milton, they have the most powerful computers in the world. If you make just one call, they can pinpoint our location. Good, because last time the bloke got lost and it was cold when it arrived. <laughs> to my horror... The men who brought round the takeaway turned out to be elite mercenaries who kidnapped us and took us away to be interrogated. Fortunately, Anton had taught me how to withstand interrogation techniques. In walked Gerhard, the Swiss ambassador to the UN, but this time in full national dress. Uh, you probably didn't know I am actually in charge of the elite black ops and martial arts experts of the Swiss International Secret Service Institute. What? Sissy for short. <laughs> Ah, really? Oh, no, we've never spotted that before. Oh, <laughs> oh it'll be on the notepaper and everything. Oh. <laughs> anyway, yes. Sissy! <laughs> Why does no one take it seriously? Maybe it's the hat. This is standard issue lederhosen and alpine feathery hat. <laughs> Ideal camouflage if you live in a cuckoo clock. <laughs> How did you guess our secret headquarters? <laughs> well, let's just say a little bird told me. You're not outwitting me, Jones. I know you know all about interrogation techniques. According to my information, you once took a terrorist to the beach. It seems you confused waterboarding with windsurfing. <laughs> no comment. And then you drove him mad by singing, I'd like to teach the world to sing for 24 hours in a falsetto voice. Because you'd heard of something called extraordinary rendition. <laughs> No comment. It would be a lot easier if you answered my questions. So, you also worked in the electrical wholesalers called Dixon's. No comment. Will you stop? Oh, sorry, don't say comment. And it was in this shop that you bought the memory stick, yes? So where is it now? Tell me. Not unless you can come up with those prawn crackers. You must tell us, or you'll never get out of here. Agent Isabella! Let's get out of here. Go, go, go! In the chaos, Isabella lowered a rope through the roof and I pulled myself up really easily. Not surprising, really. I used to think that I was descended from Huguenot settlers. But it turns out one of my ancestors invented abseiling. We all descended from a huge knot. <laughs> she bundled me into a military-style jeep with Anton at the wheel. Great work, Isabella. You got Milton out and into this jeep in the nick of time. V. The... Milton. Milton, what did they do to you? V. The... Oh, I see. It says Humvee on the dashboard, doesn't it? <laughs> Does it? One thing I don't understand, Anton. How come Milton is the ambassador and you help him? Surely it could so easily have been the other way round. Oh, I could never take up a position of diplomatic seniority ever again. 
had a top job once, but for my inaugural speech, I decided to be a little informal. So I stood up in front of the General Assembly of the United Nations and said, So, where are you all from? <laughs> there wasn't really time for anything else. <laughs> I wasted the whole session. I can never forgive myself. I'm sorry. Now, Milton, you're in terrible danger. And sooner or later, that memory stick is going to emerge and then we're all in trouble. Uh, don't worry. Last night, while you were all sleeping, I performed some surgery and removed it from Milton's stomach. Attached a wireless patch and inserted it subcutaneously just above his thigh. Thank goodness for that. Ah, that explains why every time I sit down, the TV channel changes. <laughs> there might be some side effects to having a highly powerful microchip in your trousers. Oh, Milton, I'd never do anything to hurt you. You must be tense. Would you like a slow, sensual massage? That's all the radio's just come on. Guilty. <laughs> Never mind all that now. Why don't we access the chip via the laptop? Yes, look. Here we can see all the diplomatic traffic sent in the last ten years. Wait, wait. What's that file, the flashing one? UN diplomatic traffic. No, it says undiplomatic traffic. Let's take a look. Aha. From the Swiss ambassador to the Swedish ambassador, you smell of rotten herring, and your mother is... Oh, goodness me. <laughs> is that even a word? And every single one of them from Gerhard Appenstall. No wonder the Swiss want to get the stick back so desperately. Oh, no, there's one here from you, Milton, to the Australian ambassador. Ah, does it go? They say criminals always return to the scene of a crime... Which is probably why there's so many Australians over here. Yes? No, that's not from me. Milton, that memory stick is dynamite. I must be more careful when I sit down, then. We need to destroy that memory stick once and for all. And I know just where to do it. But unfortunately, we need to get ourselves to the heart of Sissy's empire. Pursued by all the world's intelligence agencies, on Anton's advice, we flew to the one place where we could get the chip destroyed. Grimsby. <laughs> no, Milton, this is Switzerland. We've arrived safely, but we must be careful. Appenstall's men will be everywhere. Milton, look, the beautiful snow-covered Matterhorn. Yes, you see, they've tried to disguise it with Tipex. Uh, you can still see that it's a mountain. Oh, she commands respect, though. Many an experienced climber has come to grief up there with all those hidden ravines. I know. My uncle had to cut his arm off to escape from a cravat. <laughs> yes, I I'm not even going to ask. Uh, enough talk. So what do we do now? Now, listen, everyone. My plan involves using the world's strongest magnet to wipe the memory stick forever. I didn't tell you earlier because... I, I don't want anyone else to hear. We're going to go to the Large Hadron Collider. The Large Hadron Collider? Hadron Collider. <laughs> and so we made our way towards the Hadron Collider in CERN. It was as if something was mysteriously drawing us towards the world's most powerful magnet. <laughs> when we arrived, for some reason, they seemed to be expecting us. Here we are, CERN. Okay, everybody out. Hadron Collider. <laughs> now, Milton, this isn't like an ordinary magnet. 
It's a huge industrial magnet with a liquid helium-based cooling system. So it's a magnet attached to a fridge. <laughs> well, no, not really, Milton. Now, if we open the door... The light comes on. <laughs> but how are we to get through the main security doors? There's only one way to override the electronic keypad, Milton. Remember the chip trapped in your lower half? Of course, I bow to your superior knowledge. <laughs> yes, and if you could sort of point at the door rather than me. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Excellent. The collider's over here. Where? <laughs> I can see why it gets its name now. Now, here's the magnet, Milton, but it's not yet switched on. Now... When I activate this lever, throw the memory stick into the supercooled liquid helium. Oh, hang on. How are we going to do that if it's still stuck inside Milton's body? No problem. I have Swiss Army knife. Uh-oh. No, 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 no. I'm not going to use the knife bit. Hold on. Knife, bottle opener, pliers, fish scaler, wood saw, and think for removing memory sticks from inside people. Andy, can't imagine that gets much use. Uh, you'll be surprised. <laughs> Now, hold still. Ow! Hold it. Now, I'll turn on the magnet. Milton, get ready to throw it. I'll be taking that, if you don't mind. Appenstall. Yes. And this time, you're not making me look ridiculous. I've come with four of my biggest sissies. <laughs> but I don't understand. Surely you want this memory stick destroyed to avert war. No. I leak it. I don't leak it. <laughs> I don't leak it at all. Silence! I want all the nations of Europe to declare war on Switzerland so we can invade them and finally build a Swiss empire worthy of our nation's hero. Who is that? Swiss hero? Um... He's very famous. No. Come on. He's huge. William. William? William of Orange. No, William Wilberforce. Is it Maya Angelou? <laughs> Tell! William Tell! Yeah, of course. He's a legend from Swiss history for shooting an apple off the head of his son. It's a long and dull story. What? Swiss history? <laughs> well, let us act it out. Milton, you be William Tell. You shoot this apple off Anton's head. Um, would it be all right if we did that the other way round? <laughs> of course, Anton. You put a bow and arrow on your head, and I'll try and knock it off with an apple. Silence! You will do it now. Uh, okay, Milton, just do as he says, but if I don't make it, I, I just wanted to say that although you've often been impulsive and... Oh. Well, there you go. <laughs> the arrow flew from the bow, straight through the apple and onto the switch for the magnet. What is happening? Milton, throw the chip into the magnet! Oh, here goes! No! Well done, Milton. No, and by the way... Nice shooting with that apple. I was aiming for your head. <laughs> you win this time, Jones. But one day, the world will stand up and pay attention to the mighty Swiss. Never mind, Gerhard. Your country is still a nice place to visit. In fact, I haven't always got on with my family, but recently they all clubbed together and bought me a voucher for a clinic in Switzerland. <laughs> was another case of Milton Jones, starring Milton Jones, Tom Goodman-Hill, Lucy Montgomery and Dan Tetzel. It was written by Milton Jones and James Carey, and the music was by Guy Jackson. The producer was David Tyler, and the programme was a positive production for BBC Radio 4. And listen again next time when you can catch another case of Milton Jones. Milton Jones.